0: Hi there, and welcome to another episode of MDPC's Lenten Storytelling Podcast. Each week, we share real-life stories from our community, stories of family and mercy, loneliness and abundant life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and how our amazing God weaves hope and redemption in even the darkest places. I'm your host, Kristen Newt. Today on the podcast, we have Dick Ebling. How can I begin to describe the gift this man's kindness, faithfulness, and generosity has been to me personally and to many in our community? He and his wife, Judy, serve in countless ministries in and through the church, truly modeling for others of all ages what it looks like to live out our calling to Jesus Christ. Dick will say yes to just about anything I ask him to do, and I may have cashed in all of my points when I asked him to share a story from his own life as it relates to the word abandonment. Y'all, this story is deep and hard, and Dick is living proof of the testimony of the faithful, a confidence that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. All right, Dick, take it away.
1: Abandoned is a difficult word for me, as I was abandoned as a small child, not because my parents wanted to abandon me. My parents, and later in life, my sister, were all alcoholics. I learned two major lessons from my situation. One is that God is in control, and second, God can take any situation and use it for our good. My sister and I were both abandoned from our parents when I was eight years old and my sister was 10. My father's brother had learned of my father losing his job at Phillips due to his alcoholism. Because my mother was also an alcoholic, he knew that my sister and I could not be cared for adequately. He decided that my sister would move to Kansas City and live with him and his wife, and they sent me to a farm in Kansas to live with my father's other brother near Salina, Kansas. So in a sense, now my sister and I were abandoned from each other. After three years, the news was that my mother had been sober for over a year with help through AA, which was Alcoholics Anonymous, and she requested that my sister and I move back home. The sad part of this development was at that time, my sister and I also learned that, that my mother and father had been divorced uh, while we were away from them. I didn't want to be without my father, but I learned I had no other choice. The good news is that my mother and father get, did get back together about a year after my sister and I came back home. The sad news again was that, unfortunately, alcohol never did leave my parents' life, and they re, it remained a problem for them until they died. So what did God teach me from these experiences? First, I learned love from my aunt and uncle on the farm. I know my parents loved me, but they were so caught up in their addiction that they didn't know how to show love to my sister and me. Secondly, I learned a lot about a totally different lifestyle, that being the life of a farmer. We had no running water, no inside toilets, and we essentially lived off the farm relative to our food. It took years for me into my adulthood for me to appreciate everything I had learned and experienced on the farm. In fact, after I moved back with my mother and dad, I used to go back to the farm every summer and work during that time. Because alcoholism caused so many problems for my sister and me, I knew that we would not have the same problem with alcohol because of all the heartache it had caused us over the years. The sad news for me is that as I learned later in life that my sister had also become an alcoholic. My brother in law and sister had moved close to Houston, and he called me saying that he loved my sister but could not live with her like this anymore and that he, he was going to get a divorce if she didn't stop drinking. I actually confronted her about this, and she voluntarily checked herself into a rehab clinic and she never drank again for the last 11 years of her life. During her sobriety years, she told me that I should go to AA meetings, which was Alcoholics Anonymous so that I could have a better understanding of alcoholics. I took her advice and Sue became very involved in open AA programs, which allowed non-alcoholics to attend. The program is very God-based and recovering alcoholics know that they cannot stay sober without God in their lives. During this time, I met many wonderful people that had spent their lives struggling with their alcohol addiction, It was a major influence on me to prove the power of God to help these people. As I approached retirement, I read a book called Second Half. The book was asking the question, what will you do when you retire if you want to glorify God? Well, God answered that question for me in a very unique way. I retired over four years ago, and at that time, I had not decided a plan for my second half. I knew I wanted to volunteer and help people, but I wasn't sure what area would interest me. I have attended Men's Life at our church for a number of years, and I kept having men from a drug and alcohol abuse recovery center in my small groups at Men's Life. I would hear their stories and felt compelled to try to to help these men. It finally hit me that God was putting these people in front of me for me to recognize where I need to be in my second half. This was over four years ago, and and I've been teaching at the Drug and Alcohol Abuse Recovery Center for four years. I love the work I do there, and I feel so blessed that God has led me in that direction. I know that God is in control and that he had a plan for my life all the time to be able to be in an area that I love I had to first be abandoned and to learn from all the lessons I was taught by being in a family of alcoholics. As a very young person, I felt very sorry for myself due to being abandoned by my parents. However, as a more mature person now, I understand that God works out everything for our good for those who love him.
0: Thank you for listening to Memorial Drive Presbyterian Church's Lenten podcast series. You may also want to check out Kids These Days, a podcast series for parents by Rachel Poisky and Tara Reynolds. To learn more about our church, visit mdpc.org.